Support for NHPR's Something Wild comes from you, our listeners, and from Prescott Farm Environmental Education Center, exploring and preserving the natural world one adventure at a time. Open year-round with expert-led community connection programs, adventure packs for independent exploring on the property, and a natural playscape. Learn more at prescottfarm.org. What do you got there, Dave? This is the Something Wild mailbag. Anything interesting? Mm. It says here I may have already won a million dollars. Oh, and here's a postcard from Phoebe. Who? The, the Eastern Phoebe that nests inside my woodshed oh, every... Oh, yeah, yeah, the Eastern Phoebe. What'd she say? Well, the usual. Eating lots of bugs. Miss the old woodshed. <laughs> Wish you were here. XO Phoebe. <laughs> Where is she? Looks like somewhere in the Florida Keys. You know, it's interesting to think about our feathered friends who've left us for the winter and where they might be now. From New Hampshire Audubon, I'm Chris Martin. And I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society. This is something wild. So yeah, we love to admire the birds when they're here with us, but by the time winter arrives, they're out of sight, out of mind. As far as some folks know, they've simply flown to some mysterious place called South. That's right. As if all the birds have gone to some avian sandals resort. Sipping margaritas, playing beach volleyball, until it's time to come back home. But seriously, these birds are not on vacation. They've moved to a more hospitable place in order to survive. Yeah, too cold, too little food for them to survive the winter here in frigid New Hampshire, so they migrate. But migration is not one size fits all. Different species practice different forms. What do you mean? Well, take ospreys, for example. Oh, those big fish-eating birds of prey of yours. Yeah, since ice prevents them from diving for fish, they all leave New England in the fall. Most winter in South America, close to the equator. Well, I assume that's what all migratory birds do, more or less. It's not that simple. There's also what we call partial migrants. Well, what's the difference? Every osprey bails from New Hampshire in the winter, but that's not the case with partial migrants like eastern bluebirds. This field guide says that bluebirds are at the northern edge of their range in Quebec, and they don't stay year-round. Huh. It's true, but bluebirds here in New England can sometimes survive if they find enough food and shelter. So the bluebirds in my backyard right now are year-round residents. Could be. Or they might be short-distance migrants from Quebec, replacing the bluebirds you watched last summer. Oh, that's cool. Then there's what we call leapfrog migration. Leapfrog? What? Leapfrog migrants. Peregrine falcons, for example. Did you know that some peregrines nesting in Greenland migrate all the way to Argentina for the winter? Wow, that's a huge journey, like 7,500 miles each way. That's right. But other peregrines, like the two breeding in Manchester, stay put for the winter, and others move just a few hundred miles to where they overwinter. So Arctic nesters migrate the farthest, leapfrogging past the ones from the mid-latitudes? Yep. We often think of migration with a capital M, like some irresistible urge that drives all birds south. But I can see now that's not the case. Bird migration is full of nuances and variables. Not all individuals, even in a given species, behave the same way. If you're a bird, and you're able to weather the cold, you can conserve time and energy and avoid the risks of travel. Well, that'd be an advantage come springtime as far as getting back quickly and reclaiming the best nesting territory. That's right, but there are risks as well as rewards. If the weather suddenly turns cold or food becomes scarce, that bird might not survive. Hey, some winters there are days when I'm not quite sure I'm going to survive either. I hear you. For Something Wild, I'm Chris Martin. And I'm Dave Anderson. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. La 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 la. 
You listen to NHPR for reporting that you trust and for award-winning journalism that's available to everyone in your community. I'm Rick Ganley, host of Morning Edition, and when you donate to NHPR today, you can extend your generosity by giving meals to the New Hampshire Food Bank. Contribute $10 a month and pay forward your thank you gift. Instead of choosing a mug or a t-shirt, choose to give 10 meals to the food bank. Give today and pay it forward at nhpr.org.